my favorite thing is just being able to express in in that way and be able to do that and have people appreciate it and that's just a big 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 honor you know what i mean even if there was no dollars involved at all that's a huge compliment Welcome to the Finger Space Podcast, a weekly show where we will dive deep into the history, stories, and controversies surrounding the fingerboarding community. Welcome back to the Finger Space. Uh, let's start off by discussing how the COVID-19 has impacted fingerboarding, both in good or possibly good ways and in bad ways. And then let's talk about how it's impacted Joy Cole. So Matt, how would you say I mean, the the whole world has been impacted by by this virus and, and the invisible enemy, as people like to call it. What what are what are your thoughts? What do you think it impacted most in finger in the fingerboarding business? Seems like a lot of fingerboard companies doing just fine, and you know that kind of makes sense, I guess, because uh, you know more or less people were locked at home. And what are you going to do when you're locked at home? Probably do your hobby more and invest time in that um so like i in that way it made people maybe fingerboard more i think the whole situation is horrible though like overall i just i wish nothing i wish nothing happened at all i wish these things are just had it kept going this is a subpar lifestyle right now in my opinion i definitely agree and we we, we had a good conversation earlier um off the show um, and I definitely agree with, with what you're saying in the whole situation just being terrible. And I, I hope it, it ends as, as soon as possible, but as safely as possible as well. But what you kind of touched on is that everybody seems to be doing fine. Um, what I kind of got a consensus of is uh, COVID-19 for fingerboarding is one of the best things that could have happened and it's because how you just mentioned everybody was sheltered inside nobody was allowed to go outside and where does most fingerboarding happen inside in your home in your room on your desk yeah i think it uh i think it might have brought out some of the uh you know the uh the older fellows that fell off of the boat there a bit and uh brought in a bunch of new ones too and uh like i said yeah in that way for fingerboarding it was kind of good uh for events and, sh- and shit it sucked i was like at right before right when this happened uh we uh already had tickets me and a couple of team members to go down to uh rendezvous there and uh Mike had to cancel that because of COVID. That was right when it was just starting. And I remember texting him and being like, nah, dude, don't cancel it. Come on. Because at this time, the government even had to, hadn't even regulated anything yet. Hadn't even said no traveling, no anything. He just made that call himself. And then uh, just like literally like a week after he made that call, stuff started getting really, really serious. And uh, that's when they first announced like everybody stay home. And I was like, whoa, what's going on here? And then, uh, yeah. But uh, in that way, it sucks. But uh, in the way of maybe bringing some more people to the fingerboarding. Would you say from a business point of view, did you see uh, a spike in social media or online kind of attention um, with everybody kind of being crammed in inside on their phones, not really doing anything else? You know, I, I don't really notice from my like perspective also because I don't really pay too much attention to like n- numbers, so to speak, and stuff like that. Like the internet and, and social media for fingerboarding is really weird too because like, you know, a lot of these like platforms 
they and there was a time when this wasn't a thing i remember in 2000 i think 15 is when they started doing this but is when algorithms got introduced and it was at, at first it was just like i remember going on instagram and like if someone posted something like two days ago and it was still the most popular stuff and people were talking about it, it was still gonna be at the top you know what i mean because people were talking about it but then they switched the algorithms to just suggest stuff more or less to you and now it's just this big you know like who knows like if it's what you're getting is cool or because people are digging it or because it just got thrown in your face which can be good and can be bad you know what i mean and that just sort of ties back into why why i like to keep that sort of you know that untainted sort of view on things to things to have peace of mind knowing that like okay i know there's no gimmick shit going on here i know i'm not in, a, in any algorithm so anyone who is here looking at this stuff right now cares and they're like trying to find it i see yeah, there's definitely a plus side to that. And the algorithm thing is weird, especially because there's not really any disclosure on how they work. So how can you even manage it? And it makes sense to not even use it or try and uh, separate yourself uh, as much as possible from it definitely makes sense. So getting getting back to the, the whole uh, COVID situation and all that business, um, how what would you say is has been the, the biggest struggle for for you and, and for Joy Cult during this. I know how we talked about it earlier, up where you are right now in Canada, there's there's a lot of restrictions going on and I'm sure that can prohibit a lot of what your original plans were. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, major, 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 major deal. Yeah, things have like just been completely upside down since the COVID have happened. And then uh, also at the same time too, like uh, this entire time, that I was actively doing joy cult stuff. Like I have never like taken real time off to like do anything other than make fingerboard stuff. And um, like, it wasn't out of like, because uh, like a choice, like there was just like so much always to do so many emails to respond to all the time. And um, this year I like a lot of life just started like hitting at like once too and these things would pop up where I sort of had no choice but to like deal with them you know what I mean and it just like this sort of injection of uh more challenges into uh still like keeping joy cult going and, and growing too yeah this is just a like crazy year for that kind of stuff I don't know what was up with it but it was definitely the most if if COVID wasn't even around if this wasn't happening, this would have been sh- for sure the most heavy year that uh, I've pretty much ever lived through. Yeah, um, and, and are you saying that heavy in the sense of the the busiest for for you for for the brand, or heavy in terms of uh, the sheer amount of things that you would have to do? It's like weird. Like uh, where I'm at, like where I live at, at my house is like I'm the only one that lives here, and I'm the only one that's here like all the time. And now, especially too, like with so with COVID and stuff going on right now, like we're only allowed to have one guest over at like your house at any given time. Like that's like the the rules. Yeah, like you're only allowed to have one person over. I'm a pretty like. Oh, they're limiting the amount of people that you can have in your own home. Yeah, yeah, you have one, and if you if you have more than one, or it's like an illegal gathering like that, then you can get fined, or you can even go to jail. They say on the on the on the ticket. Um, and it's crazy, like. I don't know, like, yeah, I just, uh, 
I was starting to go through like some like health like issues, like really hardcore ones. Basically, essentially without getting in like too like specific, like I was literally like pa like passing out like at the house like here, and sometimes I wouldn't even know it. Like the only time that I really knew, because basically how I operate is like I I don't really have like too much of a schedule. Like I just up and working until like I burn out or crash out. And a lot of times I don't even fall asleep on my bed. Like 99% of the time, I'll just sleep wherever I was. Like that could be the floor, that could be the the mini ramp, that could be wherever. But um, there was a time when I was I woke up and I was in the shower and I was bleeding everywhere. And I was and I was like, what the hell is going on? And this was this year. And basically, like that was like I I suspect something was weird because there were times when I would wake up in sort of like strange spots of my house and like I was like this is a little strange even for me type of deal, but like that time was obviously like this isn't a joke and like the water was like running cold and like I was like I was just really 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 worried and like uh you know because I I didn't know you know how long I was in there for, and like yeah I just went to the hospital to get like things figured out and um you know like just things like that like the, like you know, all the while while you're trying to like you know because while that was happening like i was in the middle of like packing orders and stuff like that you know what i mean and it's like yeah it's just like it's just a heavy 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 year in, in a sense like that and that wasn't even that situation wasn't even like the craziest situation that happened this year and that's not even an exaggeration it's it's been a it's been a wild one and i'm not complaining again i can't stress that enough like i look at like this stuff like challenges this is the most for sure the most challenging period over the last 365 days if not maybe two years even that i've ever experienced in my entire life and Maybe there will be more challenging ones. I don't know. Maybe it's gravy after this. We'll see. But for now, yeah, this is it. Yeah, so there was, like, yeah, all that stuff going on in a bit of my personal life. And then, uh, but as far as, like, yeah, just with COVID, like, I mean, uh, a part of, like, the 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 biggest fun of uh, doing this stuff is actually, you know, and skateboarding, too, is, like, the actual being with people and doing it. And so in Ontario right now, what's the, let me look on, I think like Ontario social gathering rules. <laughs> I can't believe that's a thing you have to uh, read it up. This one's from February. I think though it's like you're only allowed to have mm, five people together outside though. If you get, yeah, like, if you get busted outside with more than uh, five people, uh, then, yeah, you get in. Five people outside? Ontario COVID rules. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to fact check that right now in real time, so I'm not talking shit, but I'm pretty sure it's that. I don't want to over, I don't want to over dramatize things, but, um. Yeah, but either way, even if it's like whatever, it's like, uh, yeah, it's it's just it obviously puts a big, you know, hindrance on meeting up with people and actually fingerboarding and and getting creative and and doing cool things like that. Um, so that's been like sort of like yeah, really really weird. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, events and gatherings. Yeah, here's the here's the here's the bylaw. 
Uh, no in organized indoor public events and social gatherings, uh, except with members of the same household or people you live with. Uh, limited limit for outdoor public events and social gatherings must comply with public health service on physical distancing and max five people outdoors. Wow, I, I, I understand why they're doing it. Of course, the whole world understands why why we have these rules in place. But that is that has to be tough, especially for for an industry like ours, like yours, that thrives on on that social fabric. Yeah, you know, pretty much everybody's in a weird way. Like you could argue, you know, businesses sort of thrive on that. You know, having more than five people in a space because that's for the that's for the outdoor. Again, uh, no indoor gatherings except with members of the same household. Individuals who live alone and single parents may consider having exclusive close contact with one other household to help reduce negative impacts of social isolation. But I live alone, so that's been fun. <laughs> wow. Um, that's been fun. Matt, I hope you're okay. Um, but Yeah. I'm doing all right, man. I, I make it sound like whatever, but I, it's like, it's whatever. It's like, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's fine. Honestly, it's like, I do have a lot of love here and there's a lot of people who around me who are close that feel the same way about this stuff and kind of don't really want to listen to, you know, the government's rules essentially, right? I'm not going to ask myself too much on the, on a podcast, but we've been breaking the law a little bit here and there in the name of staying sane and staying happy. Yeah, you, you don't need to self self incriminate, but there there's always even been a, a rebellious nature in, in the skate culture either way, you know. Um I mean you you're gonna tell you're gonna tell us not to do something. Our our first in, instinct is to go and do it. Hell yeah, especially towards like government and authority figures. Beyond reason, right? Like I I'm not I'm not down for like, you know, jeopardizing people's health, but I mean this stuff around here is a little bit blown out of proportion, like they said two weeks of flatten the curve like a year ago and like now we're like yeah we're just like literally in like in essentially home jail it's weird so okay i was gonna say because i totally forgot that it was originally just supposed to be two weeks um i've I've kind of felt like this whole thing has been indefinite like it's insane but yeah so you know until that i it's like weird right because there's also a time where i kind of felt like okay, like, this is the landscape for right now, and, like, let's just, like, work with that. Like, this is just thing will just sort of blow over soon, and, like, that's fine. Like, no events this summer or whatever, all this stuff, and, like, but now it's, like, they're talking on the news about, like, you know, they're not going to start opening stuff up or things won't be back to normal till next fall. Like, so whatever that means, you know, it's, like, that's another year from now. And, uh, yeah, so I don't know. And then who knows what the the other thing is the economy, right? Like in Canada, uh, here, we lost 213,000 jobs in January, they reported. So that's like devastating to us, right? They're saying they're seeing numbers right now worse than the Great Depression. And it's, again, it's not even close to over. They tried to, they have a thing in Canada where uh, they have like sort of like a, the government's been give, like issuing money and checks to Canadian citizens, and it's like two thousand dollars a month or something. But uh, they took that away in like the spring. They're like, "Hey, we got to stop this program now." And then everybody freaked out because they're like, "You took our jobs! Like, there's no jobs! Like, we don't have any work! What the hell?" And then uh, 
they made a big stink and then they were like, okay, okay, we'll leave it. We'll leave it. That's going to have to end at some point again. And now it's been another, like, you know, more than half a year since then. And it's not going to get any really, I can't see it getting any better. People being like, okay, great. Yeah, we'll just go back to regular life now. Now there's literally nothing. Even when you know, I was in the mall, like they had it open for a little bit, very limited capacity to do like Christmas shopping. And like every store there was like going out of business, going out of business, sale, like way before Boxing Day. And yeah, that was that when they shut it down, literally they shut our everything on full lockdown on Boxing Day. Like that's like a pretty big day for like economy, right? Like people going out and shopping, spending money, trying to get Christmas deals. And uh, yeah, I just, it's all, it's all kind of up in smoke right now, but we're just going to look, look ahead. And hopefully by this summer, they have some, you know, uh, regulations lifted and and stuff where people can link up a bit more. And uh, even if I got to do some friggin' underground, like, you know, events like we're sort of yeah straight up (laughs) events like i'm down to do that whatever like i don't well yeah that's not gonna stop me from anything i've just been sort of waiting out of uh you know respect and trying to be safe as i could to whatever but now it's just at the point where just i don't know stuff isn't making real much sense so something's gonna give soon is what i'm trying to say yeah, yeah, something something has to give soon. You know, it's heartbreaking to hear about what what it's like over there right now and, you know, the people and uh, and the struggles that everybody's going through, but you know, like like we talked uh, about kind of um, off the show about here where I'm at in the US. It it was really hard in the beginning, hard lockdown, which is understandable, but gradually restrictions have been lifted and we're somewhat kind of transitioning back to to a normal lifestyle now. But to still be in that complete shutdown, it, 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 it has to be difficult, um, especially for such a long period of time. What, what would you say is the, the biggest adaptation that you kind of had to make for Joy Cult as, as a brand during all of this? Well, the biggest problem that we have right now is like the like our so like supply chain of like materials. And I'm not sure if, I, if we touched on this in the first one. But because of like the regulations for businesses here, there's only certain things that are permitted to be open and certain rules that they do have to follow. Right now under the lockdown, 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 nothing is allowed to be open except for completely essential things. So meaning like, uh, you know, grocery stores and pharmacies and things like that. You know, a lot of these places where all of them is, all all my stuff is sourced locally. It's all here in in Canada. And so, and a lot of them here in my hometown. Yeah, so there's just this, uh, this getting the actual materials to make this stuff has been next to impossible. And at this point, it's almost on the brink of, they are, might not be able to get it at all. They might have to close up themselves. You know what I mean? So, there's a lot of other little little dumb things like that. Like people may have noticed that we had uh, we were using like a, pretty much a velvet bag for the wheels forever, and our supply chain of that had to stop making them because they got shut down because all this stuff. So we had to go switch to different packaging. Just little things like that, and little shifts and pivots, and just sort of going along with it. But as it stands right now, yeah, it's. It's still on sketchy waters because we're just waiting right now essentially to hear when they're going to lift our lockdown, when they're going to let us get back to normal life. 
and um, will it be too late or will it be whatever? Who knows? And, uh, you know, every month that goes by, every week that goes by, that's just more bills for people adding up. And like, you know, uh, it just it that's the other thing, too. It's like even with the restrictions, it's like other people are losing jobs, too, and they're not they don't have money either. Right. So there's no money to spend on the jobs that are already out there and the services and 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 uh, products that people do offer, right? Running low. People are going to go buy, you know, food and important stuff as opposed to toys and extra things like that. Of course, of course. I mean, as as people, I mean, it sounds like people are kind of living off of pure necessity at the moment. Um, yeah. Man, I. I wasn't expecting that answer because usually, you know, when you ask to different people or ask different people what they've had to adapt, it's, you know, they talk about the social thing and not being able to go out. But um, you're the first person that I've heard say I've literally it's it's hard to get the materials to even create the product to put out. It's and that has that I think that must be one of the the most severe things that I've heard because it is it is a, a struggle. And of course, now it's understandable why why certain products haven't been going out if you don't even have the. The material the to be able to source it to produce it and and i'm very just i'm very sorry to hear that that's what you're going through yeah no it's yeah it's been crazy in that sense and then um so i just don't and like there's you know i've thought about like you know different ways to produce them but you know the thing is the formula and like how we make them and like that's just like it's too if you change that essentially you know you're changing a lot of what people are used to and what they already like so you wonder you know it's like it's kind of like a last resort type of thing and uh i'm trying to just wait and figure out and as long as i can to support the people here because i also want to keep like help keep these businesses that are here that I support too through joy cult, like alive as well. Right. Like, and help them get through this if I can too, but it's just a matter of when we can all start doing work. I'm obviously I can do work here. I'm just locked in my house. Like <laughs> basically, you know, that's all I, I can really do is, is make fingerboard stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just all this, all this, the chain of things and, it's a little bit wonky right now and up in the air, it seems. Yeah, man. Well, I there's there's not much else we can we can do right now besides hope and, and just, you know, really, really stay positive about what the, what the future holds, you know, and and to, I just kind of want to want to change the uh, directions a little bit to, you know, lighten up the mood. And um, one of the, the last couple of questions I, I want to ask you is what is your favorite thing about running it's like a it's a big it's huge part of my life because it is really like i mentioned it's like an extension of my life and all the things that are important to me whether that's through the art or the anything that you see in joy call it's like it's really a, it comes from a really sincere place and uh <clears throat> probably like just the ability to to and not really ability the i always call it a privilege almost that people have given me of you know accepting that as something that they think is cool and they vibe with and that's like a super empowering feeling no matter what you're going through that's why like i don't know at the end of the day like this stuff isn't so hard sometimes it seems like it's just crazy over here at times but then you know i'll you know just forgetting about like all the support and what people are saying and those things here introspectively look a bit like bleak you know from the outside like i don't know there's a, a lot of love and there's a lot of uh 
there's a lot of support for for what I do and what we all do down here too. Because it's not really just me. There I have a super tight group of friends down here that um, they're always you see them in the videos and all that stuff too. But it's a real tight knit family down here, and it's just uh yeah I don't know just uh my favorite thing is just being able to express in in that way and be able to do that and have people appreciate it. And that's just a big, big, big honor. You know what I mean? Even if there was no dollars involved at all, that's a huge compliment. That, that's awesome. That's awesome. And it's definitely something, something to be proud of. Um, <clears throat> so I, I know the future looks kind of vague at the moment, wonky, blurred. Uh, but what does the future hold for joy cult you know once covid gets lifted or all the restrictions get lifted what is the future for joy cult the the ultimate like always goal is just sort of doing my best to have a sort of different approach to fingerboarding and just the outlook on i don't know uh, maybe like on a brand in general and I don't know my any goal is just always to keep fingerboarding like like fun like honestly and just like keep people wanting to do it or keep people interested in it or inspire uh, someone in general right so no matter what the world situation is like I'm always gonna be looking for that path and that can always be changing but I'm always just going to be seeking that one out particularly um and uh that'll really never ever ever change no matter what year no matter what time it is any pandemic we got going on that's it keep fingerboarding fun and interesting and not repetitive and predictable i think you hit the nail right on the head and that the most important thing is to keep fingerboarding fun uh, above all else because we do this for fun now, for, for anybody listening, and, and I'm sure there's a lot of individuals listening right now that really look up to you or look up to Joy Cult or, or aspire to kind of be in your position to have that great of an impact on the scene one day, what is the best piece of advice that you can give that person to, to kind of follow, to, to kind of end up where, where you are? I got, like, the fucking dopest story for that right now it's like the perfect time to fucking tell this story get this so this pretty much is what it's all about i'll explain it really well i was uh i was a young young boy here in uh downtown canada and i actually live in uh a town where uh it's, it's crazy Brantford, ontario where i'm from a lot of things people don't know about it like number one the telephone was invented here so that's pretty nuts and um, the other thing is that uh, Gret Wayne Gretzky was from here. You probably heard of like Wayne Gretzky, hockey player. Yeah. So, anyways, Wayne Gretzky's dad, Walter Gretzky, has always lived in Brantford, no matter what. Uh, he's like a figurehead around here. Like he's always around at local places, and people see him and stuff. But everyone knows like where he lives and everything. And when I was a little kid. And I really wanted to be super, super, super like I wanted to be like such a good hockey player when I was a little kid. We were always I was in, always in like hockey leagues and playing hockey on ponds and everything like all winter long. And uh, one time I was so like interested in wanting to like be a good hockey player when I was like I must have been like twelve or eleven maybe. And I went to this guy's house 
I walked all the way to Walter Gretzky's house with the intention of asking him how he got Wayne so good at playing hockey. And I knock on this guy's door and uh, I'm all like nervous and he opens the doors. I think his, his, his wife answered the door and I was like, hey, is Mr. Gretzky there? And she's like, oh, hold on one second. She goes and gets him and he comes down and he's all like, oh, but hey, young man. How's it going? He's super, super, super nice. And I'm like, I'm good. I'm really sorry to be bothering you at your house. Like, this might sound super weird, but, like, I just want to ask you this, like, question. Like, I just want to know. I got to know. And he's all like, what is it? What is it? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, just like, how did, like, Wayne get, like, so good? Like, how did you get him so awesome at playing hockey? And then um, he, like, laughed. And he's like, hold on one second. And he went inside. And he got me, like, this, like, little, like, hockey card of, like, Wayne. I'll never forget. I think my mom still has it. And, like, a little coin, too. I forget what the coin was. But it was some, like, coin that had Wayne Gretzky on it. And uh, he comes back out. And uh, he's like, listen. He's like, uh, he's like, I'll tell you right now. He's like, the key, he's like, to being as great as Wayne was. He's like, the thing that we always did, no matter what, was we always made practice and, and hockey fun. That was it. Every time we were on the ice, every time that we had skates on, we made a point that it was a fun time and we weren't, you know, you know, having a negative time doing it or pushing Wayne or anything like that. It was always something that we both wanted to and made a really fun time out of. And then uh, it's crazy because, like, that didn't, like, really make sense to me at the time because I thought he was going to say, like, you know, do this 500 times or, like, you know do this thing, you know, a million times and you'll be this good. But it was this really profound, weird advice that I didn't understand. And he gave me this, like, little hockey card and I was, like, kind of befuddled as I left. But later on, as I grew up, like, I, I did. I started, like, sort of applying that. And and uh, Joy Call is, like, a, a sort of a true, true testament to that exactly. Everything from Joy Call came from a space of just, like, fun and love and and just like not caring about anything else, like how it's gonna work, how anything's gonna work, just like I know this is the funnest shit and this is what I'm so into and I'm just doing it because this feels the most natural and right and the best. And so like my advice to like anybody like was just like, before anything, don't get involved in, in stuff for like anything else short of you love it and it's something really fun to you. Don't do it because you see other people doing it and you want to do do like that. Do it because of your own thing and your own feelings inside of your heart for it and stuff like that. And it, that's just a recipe for good things to happen, in my opinion. Wow. that I think that was uh, the best answer we, we could have gotten. And uh, a lot of people, including myself, I think needed to hear that. Um, man, Matt, thank you. Thank you so much for for being on the show. It, it was a wonderful time. It was incredible to be able to talk to you and hear from you and your story and how far you've come. And, you know, I know the future is so bright for you and, and for everybody, man. It, it, it was an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Hey, man, no problem. We're going to power through this pandemic stuff. And, uh, you know, I, I am, I'm very optimistic despite everything that's going on because... No matter what, like, yeah, I'm not going anywhere. And, uh, 
you know, all of us people here are hoping for the best, and uh, so is everyone around the world. That's the cool thing about fingerboarding too, is like it's a what's well, a worldwide thing, right? So although I feel do feel kind of whatever here right now, it's you can still, you know, I reach out to a lot of people around the world, and you know, even just talking to you is like super cool, having a different perspective on where you guys live, and gives me hope, like you know, the world at least close to me around me is getting back to normal in some regards. So it's gotta happen, and you know. In more places so we're gonna get through it dude we we are gonna get through it um man absolute pleasure matt again thank you i can't thank you enough man yeah man you guys too man thank you this is super fun and uh honored to be on your the first uh show man like that's super awesome and i just yeah you guys are gonna do awesome this is sick thank you thank you hopefully you know uh in in the future when when things lighten up and uh all that good stuff we can we can have you up on again at some point but uh but until then you know stay safe uh try and go outside every once in a while you know it's good for you uh don't get arrested yeah <laughs> <laughs> no no i'll make sure with less okay than five sweet people. man thank you again all right, man. <laughs> talk to you talk to you later man yeah you too later. man Bye-bye. peace out I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Finger Space Podcast. Thanks for skating by, and don't forget to nosebonk that subscribe button and dark slide on over to our Discord server. This episode was produced by Finger Space Co. and hosted by Nostalgia FB. Big thanks to all guests and listeners.